1: and I'm also a CFP, so a Certified Financial Planner, and I'm here with our guest, Ariana. Yes. Did I nail it?
2: Yeah, perfect. perfect.
1: Good. <laughs> Don't want to mess up your fake game. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, what your job is, how old you are, how much you make.
2: Sure. Um, so I am a digital project manager, um, and I mean, very simply, that means I help build websites and manage budgets okay. and, and that kind of thing. Um, do you build
1: them like yourself or I don't you? know.
2: I sort of, I manage the developers okay. and the designers. I'm kind of the point person, person. between the client and our company. Okay. Um, and right now I work mostly in like the financial space actually. Oh, that's really um, I don't know anything about it, which is why I'm here, but, um, yeah, no, that's, that's the, the niche that I'm in. Um, and I'm 33 years old and I'm currently making 85k plus a merit-based bonus
1: oh great okay yeah now uh single or married married and then you're living in the city
2: yes yeah
1: so I like to differentiate between living outside the city or in the city because in the city obviously cost of living is higher and then so you're married how long have you been married
2: uh two and a half years yeah
1: very nice yeah yeah and then what does your husband do and how much does he make
2: so he is a musician and a composer. Oh, that's
1: interesting.
2: <laughs> so it's, yeah, he's a freelancer, but the way that he makes the majority of his money is he's a teaching artist, which is something kind of a little bit like New York and maybe L.A. specific where right. there are these musicians that go into schools and teach kids, like, how to write their own musicals or... Um, oh, my gosh, really? Yeah, how to compose their own know operas. It. Yeah, yeah, no, he goes in and, um, you know, Teaches kids about music at a very young age to try and get them passionate about it. And
1: is it like a program that kids go through? So he's in the school for like a whole semester? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he has like one day.
2: It's, well, no, so it is like maybe one day a week, but it's okay. considered a residency. So oh. he goes into a bunch of different schools all over the city. And, How um, do you get into that? <laughs> it was funny. Um, actually, um, he was he worked for a children's theater company, and there were some people from this particular company, and they were um commenting about him. I was kind of like eavesdropping on their conversation. <laughs> yeah. And they were commenting about him, and they were like, Oh, he's this amazing pianist, and he's got so much good energy. I think he'd be great at this. And I kind of stepped in and I was like you... I was like, I can introduce you to him. <laughs> and that was like six years ago and so he's gotten that's amazing yeah he works for that company great job of being
1: proactive hey
2: man you've got to uh, you've got to um and yeah so he works for a couple different companies all in that same vein um and it's it's actually you know for artists that are kind of trying to make ends meet it's a it's a great you know job option, really. Right, Um, and you're
1: getting to help little kids, Yeah, yeah. If you're good with kids, Yeah, help kids develop and give them an opportunity to do something they normally would not... I mean, we definitely did not have the ability to write an opera when I was in school. Right, yeah, and the kids get to
2: go see an opera. It's really cool. Oh, Um, that's great. Yeah, it's really cool.
1: Yeah. Oh, great. Okay, so he does that, (laughs) and then he also...
2: Um, he teaches uh, lessons, like actual piano and voice lessons as well, which he mostly gets paid in cash for that. I would say... It really depends on the month. I tried to average out. He normally makes around like three thousand to thirty five hundred a month, okay. um, like take home.
1: Right, and so when he freelances, do they send him ten ninety nines, or because this is like through a company with the at least with the school program, do they give him like a, dub, a regular paycheck where they take out social security and?
2: One of his companies, it's a regular paycheck, okay. and then all the rest, it's ten ninety nines. So
1: then, at the end cool. of the year, when you go to file taxes.
2: It's a big thing. Like we, he, I mean, my stuff is pretty simple. Right, it's a W-2. It to, yeah, and exactly, then yeah. I hand it off. And then, but we actually have somebody who um, prepares our taxes Perfect. for us. So you give them
1: all the 1099s. Mm-hmm. And so, so far you don't have to do estimate it. Right. So you. He, I think,
2: I don't actually know how that works. I think he okay. should be doing it quarterly technically. Yeah. But he doesn't. He hasn't. So. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, so just for the listeners, sometimes when you're 1099, meaning that you, um, you're not employed, you're a contractor for these different companies, then you don't have your Social Security and your Medicare. Um, you don't have any of your payroll taxes really taken out. So you get the full amount, and so then you have to set aside the money that you owe the government. And so if, if you end up having not set aside the money, what sometimes they'll make you do is pay it on a quarterly basis. The IRS doesn't generally like to wait for money owed to them. <laughs> they like it as soon as possible. Okay, so so far you haven't had to do that. Or your accountant would tell you,
2: I would hope so. I yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we really only talk to her though around tax time. Right, so Typical. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. So, his, so he has decent income too.
2: Yeah. No. For for a musician, he's making like really good, good money. money. <laughs> um, no complaints there. So then,
1: so between to, between both of you, you're bringing in um, probably close to one one thirty. Yeah. Around 140, there. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Great. What else? So, do you rent and
2: the city? or so we actually um we own our apartment Ooh. um it, it, it's i know it sounds fancy it's absolutely not so i can talk about this a little bit um we got into an apartment through the HDFC program okay which i don't know if you're familiar, with that. familiar with that so it's this program that I'm going to be a really bad spokesman for it, but um, it started I think in the the 70s or the 80s and basically all these big buildings were going into default and so the city was having to take them over mm-hmm. and the city was having to be a landlord and the city is not Definitely. good at that. Definitely not good at that. <laughs> so what they did was they started trying to sell these apartments back to the people that were already in them or fill these, these empty or abandoned apartments with people from lower income housing mm-hmm. and they sold these apartments at really affordable rates and... Um, Again, I'm not going to get these numbers right, but like somewhere You, you like,
1: have to be a certain income level. I, I know a little yes. bit about it. You have to yeah, be yeah, a certain yeah. inco- income level to qualify. Um, and then when you go to sell it, you don't go to sell it at market price. You're to sell it at whatever...
2: It depends on the kind of agreement limit. you have with the okay. city. So ours technically right now, we can sell it for whatever we want. But oh, wow. because we have to sell it to somebody who makes under a certain amount, it's, you know... You, you, cap,
1: uh, you cap
2: it. I can't turn around and try and sell the apartment for, for double. yeah, a million dollars because nobody that makes under that. And so we bought the apartment... About four years ago.
1: Oh, great, okay. And so
2: at the time, I was working at a startup, so we did qualify because I was getting... um, Because
1: you only need to qualify when you're applying for it. Exactly. And once... Yeah, I had a girlfriend who... I I think it's the same program, but you just have to make that income level through the application, and once you close...
2: Close. Well, that's. Yeah. I mean, that's the point of the program is you know upward mobility. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, a ton of people that have been in my my building are actually we're we're twelve buildings, so oh, we're okay. twelve building co op are huge. But um, a bunch of people that have you know been there since the eighties or the nineties have done, done really you know. Uh, Compared to where they were coming from, which is basically a lot of them, the projects like they're doing great. You know, they're and now you own
0: something. Yes, yeah, yeah. There you're from the
1: renting.
2: Yes. So and then how
1: much did you have to put down for it?
2: Um, we put down twenty percent.
1: Good. Yeah. That's great. Yeah.
2: So we didn't have to do the. And do you
1: know what your interest rate is? Oh my god.
2: No, I <laughs> it's. It's. But I think I want to say it's. Uh,
1: it should be low it's probably it's, it's between three and four I was gonna say yeah. it's probably between three and four yeah which is great because you also then not only do you buy a piece of the city which is really impressive yeah and you put 20 percent down which means that you actually own a good chunk of it yeah sometimes you people don't put as much down so it's, i think it's a good idea to put more down we also locked in a historic interest rate
2: yeah i mean we're really happy about that we are currently paying when we first moved in we were paying less between our mortgage and our maintenance than we were paying in rent.
1: Yeah. So I'm gonna so. ask so can I ask what are you paying with, yeah. with everything
2: right now? Um we between our mortgage and our maintenance it is nineteen sixty.
1: Yeah. That's yeah fantastic. It's- yeah. And then you have um, you said it was a co-op it is so yeah co-op fees.
2: So that's the that's including, including the maintenance, maintenance? Okay. yeah so,
1: and yeah. then insurance.
2: Um, we have a homeowners insurance okay. I think that's like between 60 and 70 bucks a month. it's okay, really so not, not terrible.
1: Oh wow so just over a little over two thousand for the insurance the maintenance and the mortgage.
2: yeah, yeah.
1: great. Yeah, so you took you you got more money back in your budget by
2: buying. Absolutely, yeah. And the first year, two years that we were living there, we actually had a roommate. We brought a roommate in. Oh my gosh, <laughs>
1: so, <laughs> so yeah. a two
2: bedroom. It's actually a three bedroom. Really a three
1: bedroom <laughs> Oh yeah,
2: that's crazy. I know. I sound like a jerk right now. Oh, no, um, no, that's great. No, so um, yeah. So we have uh, our bedroom and a music room for my husband, husband. Okay. And then we have a now a guest room. Yeah.
1: Wow, okay, so you yeah. took her roommate in for the first year to save
2: more. To save more, and because, it, I mean, these apartments are not, you know, they're not renovated. They mm-hmm. haven't been touched since the 80s, so we... We're trying to save up to do some renovations. Okay. So we renovated the kitchen, um, it's been about a year and a half ago now. Okay. Yeah, so we still, I mean, the bathrooms are, like, I don't want to paint this, like, luxurious picture. It's can like, you say, like, these... like,
1: antique? Would you call it antique?
2: I wish it were antique. You know it's, I'm like, the, the color of the bathrooms is what I refer to as penitentiary green. <laughs> it's, like... <laughs> really faded gross green tile so like there are things that need to be done which is kind of
1: so it's a starter exactly and then you can spend the money to fix it up
2: yeah yeah the tricky thing with HDFCs is though like what you were talking about earlier you can't turn it on sell it's Mm -hmm. not like when I put that money in I will probably get that money
1: back but you want to be very careful because you don't want to go and invest a lot of money into renovations and then have it be where you don't get the money back exactly yeah so you have you do have to be cautious about it
2: yeah so but you want
1: to make sure you're comfortable where
2: you're like, right. Yeah. You, you know, don't like, want to like slip because a tile fell off of the it's just yeah. it's the it's it next could be level.
1: Like a, a between renovating it so that you like it a little bit more and then not dumping too much money that you don't get it back.
2: Exactly. Yeah,
1: that'll definitely be a balance.
2: Yeah, you're speaking like my
1: husband right now, whereas (laughs) whereas I'm like, let's do it. Like, these bathrooms, like, let's
2: make these amazing, so we're towing the line. Yeah,
1: Yeah, yeah, you have to meet, meet somewhere in the middle. So you got married about two and a half years ago, but you bought the apartment with your husband before you got married. Yes. And how have you figured out finances? I think that's something a lot of our listeners would like to know.
2: Yeah, um I think so my parents have always shared finances. Okay. It's always been like total, you know, and they both um they both work for the government. So my mom was a social worker, my dad was a teacher. So, you know, not particularly affluent. So I just think they were making kind of similar amounts of money. And so they always just shared everything. Okay. Okay. Um, and so going into the marriage, that was also kind of my expectation. Um, so and
1: you have everything go into like a joint checking account.
2: and then Yeah. Just, everything just comes out. Yeah. Uh, the tricky part is because my husband, um, does lessons and he gets paid in cash. Sometimes mm-hmm. we have, it ebbs and flows, but sometimes we have, you know, a couple thousand dollars worth of cash that we can't,
1: you have on hand. Right, yeah.
2: yeah. we're like, okay, well, I guess we'll get delivery. You know, right. that kind of stuff. Um, But, and I don't really have much of a purview on when he's getting that money or...
1: Right, because you don't know because it ebbs and flows. And right. As a yeah,
2: we have a, you know, we keep it in a certain place in the house, but I don't keep really good track of, of how much he's bringing in from,
1: from, from the cash.
2: Jobs, right. Um, And, but the rest of the money all gets dumped into the joint checking. Um, And thus far we've both been pretty responsible about it it's kind of like this good faith thing i think until it gets tested until like somebody blows you know a random three thousand (laughs) dollars in something crazy but for us it's always been um he's he's very frugal i think by nature Mm -hmm. um because uh he's doing well now but when he first moved to the city i mean he was he was basically doing, like, mommy and me classes and making $30 a class, and that was how he was paying his rent, so... There's
1: a lot of mommy and me classes. Yeah, so
2: he, I think he just kind of... Um, when, when you
1: start out, it's, I think being frugal and being on a strict budget is a habit that you build, and so if he did that for multiple years, it's probably ingrained in you. Yeah,
2: whereas I'm just, I think, like, it's just my personality to be, um, I'm just not very, uh, I don't spend a ton of money in general. Okay. Um, but... This was actually really interesting because when I was going through my finances to come here and talk to you, I was like, oh, we are, the things we spend money on have changed.
1: <laughs> okay, so I was going to so ask, okay, so you have, a, a, it sounds like a good amount coming in on a monthly basis, his ebbs and flows, Yeah. Um, but cash is always really nice.
2: Cash, cash is nice, cash, yes.
1: Cash is great. Yeah. Um, and then you have just over 2000 for for... Um, your apartment, which you own, Mm -hmm. and what are your other expenses? Like, what does it look like?
2: Um... Yeah, so, I mean, it's really, you know, the the typical things. I mean, we... So you pay for cell
1: phones?
2: Yes, we pay for cell phones. You are
1: my first guest.
2: Not on the family plan. Oh, well, okay. I, <laughs> should, I should redact <laughs> this. Okay. Okay, my husband...
1: My husband pays for his... Is this, not,
2: is this not the most messed up thing, though? I mean, this is, like, there's gonna be some some thesis is gonna be written about this, how, like, our cell phone plans are indicative of our family-related... So, I'm, I don't know. I'm not... I'm not a psychology major, but like, it's so weird because I'm still on my family plan with my mom and my dad and I'm an only child and I think my dad just loves it. Like I think for him it makes him happy to pay for it. Um, My husband is on a family plan with Actually, at this point, just his sister. So he and his sister are on a plan. <laughs> and I have AT&T and he has Verizon. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want to get off my plan. He doesn't want to get off his. Um, but so, yeah, he pays that. And then, you know, Internet, too, okay. is lumped into the whatever, the Verizon. We get um, Fios. So he pays, okay. yeah, that, he pays that. Okay. through there. Um, and, yeah, I think that's, like, $140 a month okay. for all of that. Um, one thing that we do do... Um, is we actually have a car um, in the city. We park our car. So we live in upper Manhattan, but we park our car in the Bronx because the parking is cheaper there. How cheap are parking? Um, $120 a month, which is very, very good. Yeah, that
1: is very reasonable. But
2: it's in the Bronx. So it's
1: a little bit of a trip to
2: get it. Yeah, but we really use it just to um, travel to where I'm from and then where my husband is from. Okay, um, so like to
1: visit family. Yeah, to
2: visit family and we have a dog so that's really... Oh, it
1: makes it easier to travel.
2: Yeah, I mean, okay. and he's big. He's like 75 pounds. So, oh, what kind of dog is it? Uh, it's an English Bull Terrier. It's like the Target dog. Oh, and he's his, super cute. And, so for those of you oh. that are listening and <laughs>
1: can't see the picture for the adorable dog, he looks just like the Target dog. Yes. The Target yes. Max, mascot, right?
2: Yeah, 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 the Target. That's him. Aww.
1: Okay, so you have, so you have a car. So you have a car. Um, do you have a car payment?
2: No, it okay. is, um, it's the car that I drove in high school and college. Oh, wow, okay. It's a 1998 Honda CRV. <laughs> <laughs> but it still runs and it goes. Yeah, no, that's it great. Goes. Um, and so we have, um, we pay for the parking for that.
1: Um, okay, so parking, no car payment. So, any other big bills? Having a pet is expensive.
2: Yes, okay. um, his stuff like Do you have insurance,
1: health insurance. For we him don't have dog it insurance, pet insurance. Oh, sorry, not health insurance, pet insurance.
2: Yeah, that's become much more popular um, since we got him. So yeah, and it used
1: to, it's something now some employers offer at work.
2: That's cr- I I wish I really wish <laughs> um because Augie is like a uh, ten, so yes. he's he's older um and so he does have you know that. Bills. I would say probably so. His food we have delivered, and it's sixty dollars a month because okay. he eats like special food. And then, okay. I estimated in terms of vet bills, we probably pay for him between like fifteen hundred and two thousand dollars a year total.
1: Yeah, I think sometimes people don't think about having a pet, but it, yeah, you have to. If they get sick, you have to take them to doctors. Yeah,
2: food. and different breeds have different
1: different needs. Needs. Yeah, yeah absolutely.
2: Yeah. Um, He's a little high maintenance. <laughs>
1: Um, any other big expenses?
2: Um, I'm trying to think. Um, I, very lucky for me, didn't have any kind of student loans. I was going
1: to ask you, do you have any debt?
2: Um, no, I went to a state school and mm-hmm. I worked while I was in school. Oh, and so my parents were very generous. They helped me pay. They were like, as long as you have a job, we will, you know, Help so, you cover it. yeah. So when I moved off campus, they were like, we're not paying for that. So I paid for that. And, you know, but again, state school. So that's,
1: that's great. Um, so no student loans. Right.
2: And my husband doesn't either. Okay. His, his parents paid for him. Um, okay. and then what
1: about any credit card debt?
2: So we do have some credit card debt um, from the renovation that we did Got for it. the kitchen. Okay. So we've paid down all but about $8,000 of that.
1: Okay. Yeah. And then do you know how much you're paying in interest on
2: that? Um, so we actually have kind of juggled from interest-free credit card yeah. to interest-free Free credit, credit card. card. Okay. So we, about six months, moved over to a different
1: one. so you're still on 0%. Yeah. Awesome. And how yeah. long do you have on this
2: one? Um, it was 18 months when we started, so it's okay. been about six months. So we have, yeah, about a year to, to do that. That was okay. kind of...
1: That's smart. That's I was going to ask you how much you are paying, and that was kind of my suggestion. <laughs> so you beat me to it. Oh, good,
2: good. <laughs> On the right track, at least. Yes,
1: definitely. Yeah, that's a good way to get ahead is to, if you can do a 0%. And they usually charge you a balance transfer. Right, yeah. But it's usually worth it because you're paying so much in interest. So to pay the balance tra- transfer will make sense to be able to get that 18 months of... So Exactly. No interest. Yeah. And then, how much are you putting towards it? Is your target to get it paid off in twelve months?
2: That is the target. Okay. Um, this, I'm not very methodical about this. This is the this is the problem. <laughs> um, I try to put like a thousand dollars on it when I look at our statement, and I'm like, okay, we can spare that. Got it. So that's what I that's what I've been doing the last six months. I think I've paid off like three thousand of it, and okay. and you know we still have that much left to go. So. It's, again, not not a great system. No, do you
1: think he'll get a tax refund this year?
2: I typically do, okay. but then he, do, he doesn't. Does it because
1: of the yeah. being estimated.
2: So I think last year, I think we... Got about two thousand dollars back,
1: but he then owed your husband.
2: That was after. Oh, after that okay. was after. Yeah. Oh, okay. So. so if you
1: end up getting money back, you could just throw that at the credit yeah. card, probably. Yeah, yeah, and that would tackle it. That would be
2: very responsible.
1: Yes. <laughs> that would be, did you have? A, did you have ear for something else?
2: No. It's, okay. It's not that. It's not that. It's um. Yeah. I just we don't because we don't have a like. I think for us, the big stuff we want to do, which is is the renovations to mm-hmm. the apartment. It seems so insurmountably, it's like when we were getting estimates and everything, it's so much money um, that it feels like for us to put, you know, $2,000 here, $1,000 here when the overall price tag is like 60000 or 80000 Yeah,
1: the renovations can be quite expensive.
2: It's like, oh, okay, well, I guess we'll have that saved up in about five years. So it's- it doesn't feel, I know... Logically, I should, but it just doesn't feel worth it, kind of. You know what I mean? Because
1: it doesn't feel like you're making a dent. Right. It's like if you then, for the next renovation. Well, yeah. what's, actually, if the one thing I didn't ask you, so what are you net living on? I you know what your gross is. What are you bringing in between you and your husband on average? Because so I know his income varies monthly. Do you know about what you're living on? I can't remember.
2: All right. If I'm take-home mm-hmm. um, 5600 okay. and my husband is take-home, let's say... Um, thirty two fifty. Thirty two fifty. Splitting that including the difference some
1: of the taxes he might owe, or that's
2: no, no? that's okay. still yeah. yeah. All of that gets taken out at the end of the year. Yeah,
1: for him. Okay, but yours is really take home. Yeah, because you've paid all your taxes. Yeah. Um. So let's just call his twenty five hundred because he really owes on that. Yeah. At the end of the year, twenty eight hundred maybe. That's fair. Um. Because you'll have to have that money available to pay pay the taxes. Um. So you you have about eighty four hundred coming in a month. Yeah. Um, okay, so if, and then what does there anything that comes out of your pay? So do you pay for health insurance? Yeah.
2: Okay. So my job is actually extremely generous. Um, it pays for both mine and and his health insurance. And you don't
1: contribute? No. That's huge.
2: Yeah, it's great. Because
1: um, just so people, <laughs> the listeners know, it's great when a company picks it up, but they normally pick up a piece of it, not the whole thing. And to give you an idea, a family plan can run upwards of because it would be family plan, would be you and your husband. It can be nineteen hundred dollars a month. Yeah, so before, I
2: just, our producer just gave me the craziest <laughs> look, like, how
1: is that possible? Health insurance? $1,900? It is. If, when you're working, the company might pay half of it, so maybe you pay, you know, the company picks up the employee's portion, and then the sp- they pay part of the spouse, so they pick up, of the spouse's, it might be, I don't know, $1,000, bucks. they will pick up 500 So you only see 500 but the actual cost, like, if you were going to go buy it out on your own... Like mine, I'm on Cobra right now, and so mine is about 900. So, and well, and that's cheaper than having a small business plan. Really? Yeah. Cobra is like well, notoriously the, expensive,
2: right? Like it's crazy.
1: But owning a small business because you're not buying it with a corporation is actually more expensive than going through the Cobra. At least a, com- a comparable plan for myself. I have a better deal with Cobra because I'm getting dental, vision, and health insurance on a major plan Mm -hmm. versus a small little plan for a small business. And it was actually a bit more, but I didn't have dental and vision. Wow. Yeah, so that's fantastic. So that's a huge savings right
2: there. It is. It is a newer development, though, because Mm -hmm. I just started this particular job in September. Prior to that, we were paying. Oh. And so we were on the Obamacare, like, the the market, you know, and so we got um, Oscar insurance. Yeah, I know about Oscar. Yeah, um, and we really liked them, like, we loved them, but Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, it was, I think it was about $600 for both of you. No, well individually. individually. So yeah, it ended up being about twelve hundred that we were paying out of pocket.
1: That's a lot. Yeah, oh, so I wasn't t- far off. It depends on the plan. So Oscar, yeah. you have I think more co pays, with, probably deductibles. The- or- but yeah, yeah. So it's expensive. So that's fantastic mm-hmm. that they're paying. And then, do they have a four hundred and one k at work?
2: They do, yeah. You just how long have you
1: been there, you
2: said? Um, since September.
1: Okay, so not quite a year. Right. So are you allowed to participate in the 401
2: um, i I'm allowed to, so I did sign up for it January okay. 1, but they don't contribute until you've been there a year. Okay, yeah. usually
1: sometimes they make you wait, sometimes they don't contribute. Yeah. Okay, and then do you know what they contribute?
2: Oh, I should have brushed up on this. Um, oh, that's okay. They're, it's pretty generous. Um, well, I'm, how much are you putting in? So I want to put in... Ten percent. Great. That is my. 10%. It hasn't kicked in yet. Okay. I'm, I'm not sure. Like what the. I don't know. Something to do with like the the business side of things on okay. there. But I filled, to, the filled out the paperwork. Filled
1: out the paperwork. Yeah. And then you pick the investments. You,
2: well, I think you can pick like whether you want aggressive or yeah. whatever. You that check kind the of box. Thing. Yeah. Whatever. You're not in cash. What does that mean? That
1: means it's not invested. Sometimes people like sign up and then forget to pick the investment option. Oh no. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you did 10%. That's fantastic. Yeah, but that's, that's going to be a big difference on your monthly budget, right? Okay, yes. Um, so you did 10%, and then you can look into what they're giving you, but it sounds like they're a generous company,
2: yes. I think it's, I want to say something, it's like 5% matching up to, I'm not going to get this right, so I'm just I'm going to say it. I'm sorry, no, it's but okay. no, they're, I mean, I think in terms of their generosity, they're like, I don't know, maybe in the 75th percentile or something. Okay. I've been places that. Like did nothing. I've been places that did a little bit, and and they thought they were like giving us, the world. yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah. So no, it seems pretty generous.
1: Okay, perfect. So you're already, and I normally suggest for the listeners who've been listening to all of them, a good starting point is ten percent, and then work your way up to fifteen. Okay, Um, just because you won't have a pension, right. nobody will have a pension except the. Very few people that we have that work in government jobs or a teacher. Um, so it's important to save for retirement now because we have a long time. Yeah. So you're right on track. So 10% is my idea. And then have you saved for retirement before with your other jobs?
2: So that's the tricky thing. Okay. So because of what I do, I bounce around in terms of jobs. Um, I've been at a couple you, you different... You said that's
1: like really common in your industry. Yes.
2: Yeah. It's very normal for project managers to work at one place for like 18 months and then... You know the agency will lose a client, and so they have to cut a bunch of staff, and mm-hmm. so then you're back on the market and that kind of thing. Okay. Um, where I am right now, hopefully, is a little bit more stable because I'm actually within um, I'm at an internal agency within a bigger company. company? Oh, okay. um, so it's I'm hoping that it's a bit more stable. But yeah, so I I have a couple different four hundred one ks with all these like small amounts in them. Okay. I've got one that's got like ten thousand in it. I've got one that's got like eight thousand in it. I haven't done the rollover thing. I should, <laughs> but um, yeah. So I, but I think in terms of like total, mm-hmm. I, I probably have less than twenty thousand saved, which is scary
1: at my age. <laughs> no, but it's good that you're in. I think this new job is great would right? you and you're making more money with them.
2: Yeah, a bit more, not. Huge, but again, like the benefits are really good. The benefits
1: are great, and so the other things to remember you bought a place with 20% down, so that's huge. I think that's one of the best investments you can make is buying a place. Um, you've been saving, so you have about 20,000 saved, and you're in your new plan at 10%, yeah, and you have health insurance covered. So I think those are all like really big components that are important. So, and now what about your husband? Does he do any savings?
2: Um, he...
1: <laughs> he now, so he's basically, he's a freelancer, but he, essentially he's in business for himself, right? So he doesn't have a company who's going to offer him health benefits or a savings plan, so he really needs to take care of it on his own. Right. Has he set anything up, or does he do anything on his own?
2: I think he has a couple of um, Roth IRAs, IRAs? Okay. but... He doesn't actively contribute to them. I think he opened two at two different times, maybe when we were still dating. Okay. I think he's pretty um, reliant upon me <laughs> to didn't be making. It you know, and it's maybe a little bit of a sore subject just because I do feel like it's not like I'm uniquely qualified for this. You know, it's not like I, it's not like I am you and I have a degree and I know what I'm doing. So it's, it's a little bit like frustrating in that sense because I'm, I'm trying to look out for both of us. Um, and, I think if I were on my own, what I'm doing is probably fine. Because there's two of us. us yeah, we it's, have to
1: save more. Yeah. Right. So that's so I was just gonna say that when you said that he isn't really doing anything, <laughs> because when you retire, he's gonna want to retire too. Right. right yeah. <laughs> he's you're like, no, well, been, you, you know you have to
2: keep working forever.
1: <laughs> yeah. So when we talked about like how you figured out your finances and like doing a joint account, and everything split. Like yeah, then it's fair to say that you both have to be saving, right? That yeah, if you're both spending the money, then you both have to be contributing to saving. Yeah. And if he's not as good at like usually in a couple, I see that one person kind of takes the lead, and sometimes it's by default, another, you know, because no one else is picking it right, up, and yeah. other times it's because one person wants to be in charge. It's it's very rare that it's, like, both people equally. Yeah. At least I haven't seen that yet. Yeah. It's usually one person or the other. So, if you were the, de, the by default, yeah. I'm to the, uh, yeah it, in charge right. <laughs> of the finances, it would be a good idea for him to regularly contribute to something, just so that he's saving too, Yeah. even if his income varies a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you can set it up automatic so that it just comes out of your checking account.
2: So what I have been doing, so I haven't had a 401k in a little while. Mm -hmm. So what I had been doing is I set up, do you know Betterment? Yeah. 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 So I set that up maybe, I don't know, a year or so ago because I kind of just, I think I had like a mild panic attack at one point, (laughs) one day and I was like, oh my God, I don't have anything right now. Um, so I set that up. So right now, and it's not pulling a ton. I think it's like $200 a month or something. Okay, good. But that we have that going too,
1: and that goes into an individual account or a joint account. How do you have it titled?
2: I don't know. Actually, <laughs> <a> good
1: question. <laughs> okay. So if it's going, it should be if it's your and your husband's money, it should be set up as a joint account. So God okay. forbid something happened to one of you, it would automatically become the other person's. Okay, and you both have access to it. So let's say it's just in your name, and he calls, he can't get to it.
2: Okay, all right. So yeah. kind of
1: like your checking account is set up with both names, right? Yeah, it should be the same sort of setup. Okay, unless it's a Roth IRA.
2: No, I don't believe it okay. is.
1: So, accounts. So, retirement accounts are always in single name because it's one person's retirement account. So, it's linked to their social security, mm-hmm. and that's how the government tracks,
2: right? Yeah,
1: things in the future with your retirement and private money, meaning money that you've already paid tax on, can be in two names. So, joint. Okay, like your checking account. So, it's something to look at. Okay. Yeah, they don't normally ask those questions when you're setting them up, but that's that's a good idea to just make sure it's, it's called titling. Okay. Um, and so. That's a good idea to do that, but do you have an emergency fund? Like, do you have cash available just um,
2: in case? So, we we don't have like a, a traditional savings. We, we have, I sound like such a millennial. Have you heard of Digit? Do you know Digit? Yeah, I've
1: heard of Digit. <laughs> I'm technically one too. We're, we're we, we are the same age.
2: We're the same age. <laughs> um, so Digit is our our rainy day mm-hmm. our rainy day fund, which I really like because I don't have to think about it at all. Um,
1: it rounds it up. Is that what it does?
2: What it does is there's some complex algorithm. So whenever you get paid, it mm-hmm. looks at what you've spent and it looks at what you've got on hand and it says you can probably stand to lose. 100 bucks or 50 bucks or whatever. So when you look at your checking account, they will have taken out like $5 here or a $100 here. Yeah, it's like little bits. Yeah, increments, yeah. Do
1: you know how much you have in digit?
2: Um, Currently, we have almost $7,000 in digit. okay. That is our rainy day slash travel fund. (laughs) It's what we use to pay for any time we travel and then also just, you know... It, it's always going. We never turn
1: it off. So no, that's a good idea. And owning a, owning an apartment, obviously, things can go wrong, and you need something fixed. Oh, and so yeah. that that definitely helps. Okay, and then the other um, Betterment account. Do you know how much you have in there?
2: I think there's about four thousand dollars in there.
1: Okay, yeah. so I'm gonna ask you a question. Sure. Have you thought about? I like. I always really, really, really like having a rainy day fun because things always go wrong and you don't want to put on a credit card mm-hmm. have you thought about using some of the money because you have eleven thousand dollars saved have you thought about using some of the money to pay off the credit card i've thought about it
2: okay, so <laughs> yeah i yeah I, I think maybe there's just something psychological but it feels good to have it have the cash yeah, yeah no, that's,
1: it. that's usually the reason when people say i don't want to pay things off is that they prefer to have the cash just on in case hand, just in case yeah because like once you do pay off the bill then you don't have the cash yeah um Do you think, though, if you paid it off, it would force you to replenish the cash more
2: quickly? No, because, I mean, it's very passive with the digit. It just takes it as it. So it's really nice to, you know, it's like an app or whatever. So you text. You're like, what's in my savings? Digit and and digit. It's like $6,000, and that feels great. But, you know, I, I think I could probably, like, elect to put more money in there or something, so maybe. But, yeah, I, th- I think I just feel comfortable having that, like, I mean, running amount of, of money of in there. Money. Yeah.
1: Okay. Because I would say my biggest concern for you is getting that credit card paid off. I know it's at 0%. As long as you get it paid off in the 12 months, Yeah. that would be good. Because then you could start saving towards your next house project.
2: Yes, yeah.
1: Although I agree, 60000 is a daunting amount.
2: It's two bathrooms. It's a lot.
1: <laughs> bathrooms and kitchens, right, are the most expensive mm-hmm. in terms of doing construction. Yeah. Um, the other thing, could you do a home equity Lend a credit?
2: So that's the weird thing. Um, because of the program? Because of the program and then also co-ops. So there are a lot of banks mm-hmm. that just won't lend to co-ops, lend. period. Um, and then yeah, the program because they the banks know it's not like this high... It's I guess, I don't know if it's high-risk investment or whatever, but it's they, not...
1: It's not as e- um, easy to recoup the yeah. investment. I would look into not putting... Because you have to... Even if you save part of it, it sounds like you're putting the difference on a credit card. Yeah. Which is tricky because those interest rates are so high. I would investigate because maybe... If you did I know this doesn't sound this is not gonna like the center, maybe one bathroom at a time.
2: Yeah. <laughs> no, we've talked about that. Okay. We've talked about that. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's it's bad. But there's also the issue of like we need these bathrooms, but we're also like getting the age we're talking about having a family.
1: Oh, okay. So, so- we're gonna go a little longer on this session. Okay, <laughs> this is sorry. a longer podcast. <laughs> so ah, we have a lot of goals. How much do you tripping. really want these bathrooms? <laughs> I know, but that's the Maybe thing. Your bathroom. Right? Maybe a bathroom. The, but that's
2: the problem. Is like, I I wouldn't feel great. These bathrooms are disgusting. Maybe I'm sounding like a diva no. Is there get like, it, like a cheaper like?
1: There's got to be a way we can like hack this together a little
2: bit. I, that would be great. I'm here for whatever you've got to like. I okay, so let's go with a family
1: goal. So you want to okay. have kids soon?
2: Yes, within the next like two years. Yeah. Okay.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, because, <laughs> sorry, I'm, like, overwhelmed, but I'm overwhelmed for a moment. Because, like, bathrooms... Share thousand. my overwhelming. Okay, i overwhelming, <laughs> overwhelmingness. Is, is that correct grammar? Anyone yeah, know? yeah, I think um, that's right. Okay, so, because kids are expensive, and you want to make sure you have... I'm um, happy with what you have for, with the Betterment and the Digit account, but you... Kids are expensive, yeah. so, like, you definitely have to have that cash, and then you need to get the credit card. I would want you to have the credit card paid off before you have kids, and then... But 60000 is a lot to come up with. Yeah. You'd have to – I think you'd have to be on a pretty – I'm not saying it's impossible, but I think you'd have to be on a pretty tight budget to get this all done. It's very – Like, we'd it, have to – because you have, you have good income because you're, you're saving – because this is your income now without the 10% in the formal k which I definitely think you should do. Because I would say you'd probably want to start saving, like, $2,000 a month.
2: Yeah, that's, like, baseline what daycare would cost. And, I mean, thankfully, given my husband's schedule, I don't think we'd have to do full-time daycare, mm-hmm. but still – we would have to. You
1: should try that budget out now. Okay. Because <laughs> what you don't want to do is then have a kid and then be like, oh crap, right? This is going to be really tough. Well, that's
2: it's, why this exercise was really interesting because okay. I realized like what we're spending money on is like basically experiences. Okay. Like we're spending money on travel, we're spending money on on eating out, like mm-hmm. a ton of eating out. Okay. And we're spending money on because my husband works in the entertainment industry, he's like. Going to see shows a couple nights a week. He can write
1: that off. Yes, yeah, yeah and yeah. I think he does. Yeah, He's he like should be keeps... that He should be keeping a lot.
2: But like we don't spend money on stuff, you know. Yeah. And um, I think our lifestyle would have to change. I
1: mean, it'd change anyway if
2: we were not. <laughs> yeah. I heard. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's the nightmare, right? That's what everybody says. Like suddenly you just never see your friends again. But I mean, it's gonna change. But. I think right now we are kind of just really enjoying that, the freedom. The freedom that you have. Because we don't, you know, we're not, we don't at this point have to be super wary of Mm -hmm. like, oh, if you want to go out and you want to spend 40 bucks randomly at a bar one night, that's fine. because
1: you have the income.
2: And that, it was not always the case. Right, right. Like, so you're enjoying it. So, yeah. Which is totally
1: fair.
2: Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think that's where we'd have to make up the difference.
1: other wrench I'm going to throw in is once you have a child, and I was going to probably suggest this anyway, you should consider life insurance. Mm-hmm. Because with your mortgage is based on both incomes. What do you mean by that? Um, so the payment, so you you bought the apartment together, you and your husband? Yeah. So it's based on his income and your income? Yes. Most likely, though, if anything happened to one of you, the other person could afford it. I think your husband would struggle a bit more because his income varies, but you would be able to afford the 2000 a month on your income.
2: he just get a lot of roommates. You would have to bring in roommates, <laughs> yeah.
1: So I, so I think you're okay without having... Typically, I recommend if you have a mortgage, you have life insurance, so if you lose your partner or your, or your spouse, that you wouldn't also lose the home. Yeah. But I think you'd be okay. But if, when you go to have a child, then that's when you really have to think about having life insurance to potentially provide for that child yeah. you don't have to but it's a prudent thing to do yeah um, i normally recommend it and you can do term insurance which is the temporary one so it's really affordable well yeah is that
2: what you would suggest that's what i would
1: suggest okay. that's what i did and not to say what i did is the right situation for everybody not to say this is necessarily the right situation for you you can investigate it um, but in my online class, I give you the breakdown between doing a whole life, which is a permanent policy, versus a term. But just so you have an idea, if you did $500,000 at age 30, so we're a little bit beyond, to so would be a little bit more expensive. The whole life, I think, was like $455 a month versus term was 35
2: Okay. Yes. Yeah, so okay.
1: To to be able to get to all the goals, which would be, like, getting the bathrooms done, having a child, saving for retirement. We have a lot of things going. Yeah. You would not want to, like, spend all of your money on... Life insurance, at least I wouldn't want to. Right. So, in order to be able to check all the boxes, and the temporary insurance really serves the purpose that it gets you the coverage you need, but you don't spend a ton of money on it. Got it. And yeah. it's temporary. After 20 or 30 years, whatever the time frame is, it, it goes away. Okay. And I do a whole section, there's one whole day on just life insurance on the online class. Um, cool. Which is a good thing because you don't want to get a lot of people make a big mistake with life insurance. They get sold the really expensive one because the insurance broker. Who all they sell is insurance, so you can guess when you meet with them, when you leave, that they're gonna have sold you insurance. And they don't sell anything else. You leave with like the most expensive one, and they tell you to do everything. Like if you asked if it would like clean your apartment, they'd be like, "Yeah, of course, it'll clean your apartment. Whatever you wanted to do, just sign here." But so that's another thing you have to consider too. Okay, and that won't be a big cost, but like that might be another like hundred bucks a month for you and your, your you and your husband to have like a little bit of life insurance to cover. Okay, now that you have a dependent right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. More than just my dog. Yes. Yeah, more than just your dog, <laughs> who's super cute, but if something happens to you, we don't need life insurance, right? No, really not. <laughs> um, okay, so I, so here's what I would say. I think that you have really good income and I totally understand wanting to enjoy it because you worked hard to get to this income level and you don't want to sacrifice at the moment, but it would be a good practice to say, okay, let's pretend like this is what our budget is and let's test it out. Yeah. Right, and see and see how it goes. And that would also save if you did 2000 a month, that would get rid of the credit card and put another 4000 in an emergency fund. True. True. And yeah. then say, okay, after six months, let's evaluate where we are. Like, do we want to keep spending at this level? Or if we're going to have a child, like, what are the things we're willing to cut out? Yeah. So you don't have to cut out everything. You just have to... You just have to make some adjustments.
2: Yeah, I think it's just overwhelming to think about, like, okay, what is the thing that we are going to... Sit down, yeah. Yeah. And
1: it doesn't have to be the same thing all year. That's the other thing. Yeah. It could be, like, for six months we're, like, going to bring lunches to work. You can, like, alternate that's what yeah. I always tell people. It doesn't have to be the same thing all year.
2: Yeah, because I think that feels very sad. It, it feels just very sad. Yeah,
1: exactly. But you can like and you can or you could do it monthly. There's a lot of different ways you can do it. It doesn't have to be I actually suggest like in the class I think like you rotate two things.
2: Oh, okay. That's yes. if it's more than like an experiment, that I think I could sell to my husband more than just like, alright, that's it, no more coffee. Like <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, that to me is the saddest thing. I just don't want to have to give up my coffee. But, you know, I'd be willing to rotate that in and see how it yeah, goes. Yeah,
1: and, and, like, and you don't have to, but that would, my, that would be my suggestion to get, get the credit card, like, paid off. And then that way you could test out what it would be like to have daycare expense and see. The other way to do it is, like, when it happens, it will just happen. Right. And that's another way to do it, too. That's what
2: people say, though. People are like, <laughs> oh, well, yeah, you have to. You know, if you wait until you're ready, you'll never be ready. Exactly. So, uh, but I'm, a, you know a preparer and a planner, so I, I would like to know what I'm getting myself into a little bit more.
1: Yeah, I would yeah. test out trying to do a little higher savings for your own savings and see if you can get the credit card knocked off and, like, put some more in the emergency fund and then see how does that feel budget-wise for you and your husband Yeah, to, to see how that goes. And then that would prepare you for, okay, like, what would our expenses be when we have a child for daycare. Because daycare is yeah, as you said, daycare is really expensive. It's gonna be as much as your mortgage
2: potentially. I I know. It's yeah, it's it's really bad in the city too. Like two thousand a month is cheap for daycare. That's like good luck finding. That that is is
1: breathtaking.
2: (laughs) I know. It's very it's daunting, yeah.
1: Well, I really appreciate you coming on. I feel like we talked we covered a lot Yeah today. We do a six month I was saying six to 12 month checkup, like to see how things are going. Okay. So, if you want to come back in,
2: sure, you yeah. Can talk, you
1: can find out about your 401k um, yes. match and then also find out what their vesting schedule is. So, like how long you need to stay to keep it since you bounce around. Okay. So, you can see how long you would need to stay to keep the free money. Yeah. And then I'd be interested to see if you do a test budget. Okay. You would, and I would just sit down with you and your hubby and, like, I don't know, he, do you like wine? Uh, yeah, yeah like, yes. over, <laughs> yeah, like over a glass of wine or whatever and be like, okay, like let's come up with like an ideal budget where we can save more and figure out what we want to cut out to get there and, and make it, do it together and test it out. Okay. Yeah. And then that, and you can use that extra money to pay off that credit card and then you can put more in emergency, which would help cover a future renovation.
2: That's a great way to sell it actually is that, you know, just doing this test will allow us to pay that off. Because while I don't think he's super proactive about it, he does stress about it. He is he is worried about it. So, yeah, this will be good. This will be a good Yeah, and, it's,
1: and you don't could do, you don't do six and be like, for three months, we're going to set up a, a budget. We're going to determine it together, figure out what we're willing to cut out, figure out what our goal for savings is. I think 2000 is ideal because that's kind of what daycare will run. And then that gives you an idea of what it's going to feel like. Yeah. I think it's because money can cause a lot of financial strain. You don't want to have, like, a new baby and be going back to work and then feel like, Financially stressed That's out. That's a
2: great point.
1: <laughs> it just seems like yeah. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, you can do a test run, and if it sucks, you can stop, right? I mean, you can't stop if you're, you can't just. Once like, the kids once here, Once the kids you can't here. Stop. like, well, it sucks. I can't, I can't afford this. I don't want to do it anymore. So, yeah. I would do it as a test run, and that we'll get the credit card paid off, and then kind of reevaluate from there. And I, I think you'll be surprised once you figure out what the things are that you each are going to kind of give up to make the savings happen. Mm-hmm. I think you'll be surprised that it's not as hard as it seems. If
2: I think we're just doing, we're, we're not thinking about mm-hmm. it at the point where we're actually cognizant of mm-hmm. it. I think it will be easier, but right now we're just kind of like, yeah, you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, so it doesn't,
1: it doesn't make a big difference. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you coming on and I'm interested to check back with you. Cool. Yeah. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Um, and so to learn more about how to make your money work for you and as we talked about today with the life insurance, the difference between a permanent policy and term, you can check out our online class at www.planancial.com.